Perfect. It's a uh, gastillum. Yeah. But uh, but thanks for not attempting that. I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Next up. Sounds good. I am the owner, yep. Yeah, I hear you fine on this end. <laughs> I'll open up the stream and make sure I can hear it. Could be there. I think I know. What pro I think I found the problem. I think we solved the problem. So, just waiting to see who says if they can hear us or not. I sure hope they can, because my mic was was all the way down. We fixed. it. I can I hear us when I put it on. Mhm. Mm you can hear us or can't hear us. It's fixed. Chris says it's fixed. Excellent. Chris is always there, and so is Michael Park. Yeah. yeah. So for everyone who's wondering of what Josh is the owner of <laughs> is Bank Hill Paintball, the up-and-coming paintball field uh, here in New Brunswick, the Maritimes, in the Moncton area. Because um, it's uh, it's exciting. This is super exciting. There's a new field coming. So uh, let's let's go to the first topic is who is Josh and why is he here? So like we said, Josh is the owner. Uh, and we thought... Right. Yeah, so um, I'm... Uh... I'm Josh Gastelum, and uh, I've been uh, an entrepreneur all my life. I moved to Moncton 10 years ago to set up Mission Paintball, and uh, a few of you might be aware of, of that facility. We ran it for about five years and um, decided to part ways, um, and at that time, uh, I never lost interest in, in, in wanting to you know, follow my dream of setting up my own paintball park. Um, and I had the, uh, the luxury of, of playing uh, professional tournaments for 10 years in the U.S. I, uh, I followed the PSP circuit. I did the NPPL. I did speedball um, back when we used to play in tactical towns uh, for tournament series. Um, 
back in the early uh, late 90s and uh, early 2000s. Um, so I did 10 World Cups and 10 full seasons of PSP and NPPL, which brought me to a slew of amazing fields. Uh, I played in SC Village. I played at uh, CPX Sports. I played in um, in Baltimore, uh, indoors in Michigan. Uh, I played all over Canada. Um, and what I thought I'd do is bring the best elements from all these fields that um, that I've played and bring it back to Atlanta, Canada. Because what most people are are comfortable with around here are, are typically, you know, wooden structures and pallets and you know tires <laughs> and backyard paintball. Absolutely. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we all grew up playing that. Um, but for me, it was about bringing it to the next level and uh, and really making a, a substantial investment to be able to develop paintball in a way that no one's ever really seen around here before. And once we we kicked off the idea, I had, uh, you know, one of my one of my mentors um, is Hugo from uh, Mirabelle Paintball. And uh, I, I was honored to... Uh, um, you know, to be coined as kind of like the mini Mirabelle or the Mirabelle of the East, because they've got a flagship facility of, if, if not one of the best in North America, it's certainly, certainly the best in Canada. Um, if you haven't been there before, it's incredible. Um, but uh, yeah, so we, this isn't a new idea, although a lot of people in Atlanta, Canada haven't heard about it yet because we, um, we've been stalling our, our promotions uh, mainly because we had to build the town before we could develop the website before we could start promoting the field and I didn't want a bunch of Yahoo showing up uh, you know wanting to come and check it out while we we're in the middle of a construction phase so uh, we've surpassed that now and uh, now we're in the final detail mode where we're um, installing signage in the city streets and, and putting up the little decorations on the buildings uh, to give it the real sensation of a town um, so it essentially is like a real life video game. And, and that was the idea of what we were creating here. Um, we found, uh, the perfect property just two minutes from, um, the casino, uh, in the uh, magnetic hill region. So, uh, we've got the water park nearby, we've got go-karts, we've got, you know, kind of a golf course, uh, next door. So we are in the, the heart of the entertainment district, more or less. Uh, and I mean, I've been to a lot of parks and usually they're about half an hour to 45 minutes in the boonies. So it's nice to be able to be so close <laughs> to the city. You know, I mean, we can order pizza at our paintball park. So we got really lucky with this, uh, with this property it became available and uh, it was 15 acres and it's nestled in the woods. So, uh, we'll yeah. have, um, we'll have our premier, uh, tournament field for speedballers and keep those guys all contained up in the front. Uh, in the middle, we have our, our main tactical town, and then we've got about uh, six acres to develop for, for full woods ball fields. So we've got uh, multiple concepts that we're working on right now to develop those fields that we're going to launch in the, uh, um, in the spring of uh, 2018, spring summer of 2018. So that's our, our, our set date to start working on and, and launching those fields. So, so yeah, that's kind of it in a nutshell. I mean, um, I've started playing when I was 13 years old. Um, and like uh, most kids, I mean, you, you really get stuck on something. And I was, uh, I was so passionate about the game that I, you know, um, I wanted to play my first tournament. Uh, I went to Skyball. I played uh, Tombstone, if you're familiar with that one. It was an indoor field in Montreal. And it was where the who's who of paintball played in Canada. It was a big, big deal event that they had there every year. Three men indoor in a western town. And, uh, you know, I got to see paintball on another level and, um, I just fell in love and never stopped playing. So, I'm, uh, I won't tell you how old I am, but, uh, I've been playing for pretty close to 30 years. So, um, about 27 years now. So 
I've got a good taste of, you know, of paintball, the sport, the game. And um, what I'm learning a lot about now is airsoft. Uh, it's just completely new to me. Um, but I understand there's, uh, there's a big movement in, uh, in tactical airsoft play. And we have kind of the right facility to accommodate them. I would say so. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, you have a fantastic facility. Actually, I took some pictures while I was there. I also oh, took some video. Um, awesome. So, actually, you know what? First, we're going to do, hold on. I'm going to make sure that we don't have the same problem we had last time. We're going to kill the audio for the video. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we don't deafen everyone again. Uh, and see if the video is actually going to play. And I don't think it's going to. No, no, unfortunately it's not. But uh, I did take some pictures inside uh, inside the field, so you, you sort of get an idea. I don't know what happened to my pictures, but they went all weird and grainy. Uh, but you can see there's a there's a city bus. They installed a tunnel. I, you know, it's there's a tunnel. There's a tunnel on the field. Um, there's what the gas station. There's four or five huts. Uh, you can get inside the city bus. Uh, there's subway or not subway trains. There's via rail trains but they look like subway trains uh, as, as somebody thought they were. And you can get inside of them and you can play them. They're all gutted out and it's fantastic. It, it's, it's a really, really nice, uh, really nice field. It, it's just beyond. And I don't mean there's no way to say this without being like rude to other fields, but there's nothing like it in the Maritimes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right now. Anyways, yet it's coming because it's being built in Mag Hill. But unfortunately, <laughs> Like yeah. you said, in the Maritimes here, we got comfortable with uh, the idea of, you know, pallets and barrels and, and, and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like you said, it's, it's, it's classic. It's where paintball came from, and it'll never go away. Um, but it's really cool that you're building a, building a full town. I really wish I could get this yeah. damn video to work. It's cool uh, to see some variety in the Maritimes for types of fields. Yeah. yeah, that's that's awesome to hear. I mean, we um, we selected Moncton strategically because it's, you know, it's central. It's really central for everyone. Um, you know, if you live in St. John, uh, we're only an hour, Fredericton an hour, you know, northern New Brunswick, Miramichi an hour, Halifax two hours. Um, but, you know, if you're in Halifax and you're coming from, say, St. John, you know, it's quite a trek. You know, it's uh, it's three and a half hours. And, and that's, you know, a challenge to drive that distance um in one day uh for an event and then you know uh, try to make your way back so to grow kind of a, a central location really made a lot of sense and um and i in my last venture i had some uh, some old teammates that were involved with me so we grew up playing paintball together and we really we had a great sense of the maritimes like we had played pretty much all of the fields here and grew, grew up playing with them um and uh we used to make the trek to the island we'd uh, make it down to the snl big games you know we we're um we would go to Mersey Road, you know, uh, Army Man's in Truro. And, uh, and you know, I, I think the last, if anything, um, paintball would be the last place that you'd want to invest a business in the last two or three years if you look at the uh, paintball as a whole, and especially in Atlanta, Canada. I mean, you have fields closing left and right, and uh, there wasn't, you know, really a place for people to play, let alone a following. Um, so in my mind, I mean, paintball was kind of dying off. And... Um, it was it was essential for us to create this and and grow it the way it, you know it should be done and and brought to you know it's funny my wife was just down in San Diego and they had a layover um, in Los Angeles 
And she's like, well, what are we going to do here? You know, like, and, uh, and don't they go to Hollywood sports park? And she comes back with a whole variety of photos and she's like, look where we were, you know, and, uh, this flagship facility, um, that's probably, you know, 15 acres or more in, uh, in downtown, um, near downtown Los Angeles. They have, uh, it's just unbelievable. You know, they'll have, um, 500 players on a, on a typical weekend, you know, like it's, it's, and it's a celebrity paintball park, you know, so everybody, you know, that, um, from Ice-T to Justin Bieber, you know, has, has played there. So they've got their wall of celebrities. So it's kind of a big deal. Their wall um, of celebrities. You're going to have to do one too. Yeah, yep. we, sh- we sure will. Yeah. <laughs> I expect to be there. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds uh, good. So what's the plan? So I, I was, I, I got the video to work a little bit there, uh, for those who caught it. So there is a city bus, the trains, uh, the Econo Lodge, the which it's just awesome because that's you don't even have to make up a name. You know, every field like makes up names for their bunkers. You can literally just say, "There's a dude in the second story of the Econo Lodge," and everyone will know what you're talking about. It's perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but what's the future plans? What's what is the give us well, the, give um, us six months to a year? Don't go into like you know ten years in the future. I'll be the best. Yeah. Field in the oh, we we do have big plans. Obviously, like I've uh, I, you know I've done a lot of planning in this venture, and I've um, you know been able to focus on a lot of different uh, growth uh, stages for the business. And do like a SWOT analysis where we figure out what our strengths and weaknesses are, and and um, you know for the interim, it's um, it's really to bring like a like a tactical woods ball uh, league back to Atlantic Canada. Nice. Uh, Bruce did an amazing job. We had so much fun uh, in the Atlantic Tactical Woodsball League, the ATWL, years ago, and and there's a huge resurgence in that style of play. Like there's a there's a huge demand. Um, I was just uh, I was on Facebook the other day, and I I, I know Tim Montressor, um, formerly of Houston Heat, he plays with Damage now, uh, pro player. I mean he's he's been in the game, you know, uh, playing speedball before. Again, kind of before it was inflatable bunkers. And um, he plays the UWL now. And this is a huge thing in the States, like the Ultimate Woodsball League. And uh, from what I understand, uh, they're creating one in Ontario now. So they're going to have like the uh, OWL next year. So it's going to be like the Ontario Woodsball League. And uh, it's going to be part of the UWL. So it's like a, a, a major organization. And I think we'd like to either be part of something like that or uh, work with some of the original founders of the ATWL and bring that back. And... Uh, you know, we could look at hosting at different fields eventually, but I think ideally, because we're so central, it would be about creating two or three events next year where we can really cater to the woodsball players and and really grow that that element of the sport um, and focus on like a, like MagFed league, focus on a mechanical league where there's no electronic markers whatsoever, um, and really bring the game back to its roots. And for for most of us, you know, that that idea of the fun paintball. Um, you know, has dissipated a little bit because, you know, you've got this, this high rate of fire, people coming out and, and ramping guns at 15 or 20 balls a second. And you've lost that, that sneakiness. You've lost that ability to be able to just kind of move around. And, um, and I'd love to see that back. And it was, it was really great, uh, to do some of the beta testing on the field and actually have you there, Brad, because, uh, yeah, that was a ton know, of fun. I, I literally came out of the, um, <laughs> the Econolodge building and I'm just peeking around the corner and it's, I mean, it's new for me too. I mean, I've, I've been involved with the entire build, 
but uh, but to actually play it, you know, you really have to work the angles and start to get to know things. And I I just peeked around for a second. You clipped me from across the field, so it was, yeah. Um, I was I was actually excited because it was like, wow, you know, I got hit, like a good shot, you know. So um, that element of fun and surprise and um, and excitement is is really there. And I think we're going to build it with this type of field because. It relates to what 99% of society does nowadays, which is play uh, online video games and uh, that first-person shooter. And the field has that element. It has that. It has that allure. And it's funny. Um, I had somebody uh, comparing it to like not really a battlefield, but I uh, there's a field in the U.S. that built one. I Nuketown. I think yes, Nuketown. Yeah. They uh, they called me on the phone and they said, uh, "Is this the Nuketown field?" <laughs> so, yeah, that was kind of a compliment in itself. <laughs> That's but, awesome. Uh, we definitely did not try to create the nuke town, but uh, but we created our own map, and uh, and we truly have big plans for the field. And I think um, we're going to be doing things that not only people haven't seen in Atlanta, Canada, that people haven't seen in Canada. So uh, I'm really excited to make some announcements uh, about what we're going to do in the um, you know in the upcoming months, uh, and, and you know, and in the upcoming years. But awesome. uh, for the most part right now, I kind of let you in a bit on it, a little bit, um, but uh, to formally make the announcement, we'll make a press release about what we're going to be doing for our phase two, which is going to happen very quickly. We in, we intend to, to grow very rapidly, and that's the, uh, that's the goal, to be able to do our secondary and, and third phase to the, uh, to the field. Um, I called the, dibs. Saw our tower, didn't you? So uh, I, you know, I, I had a call today, and I, um, I'm trying to put together the last bit of resources and funding um, to be able to do everything that we want to do to launch with the, the biggest wow factor. And and the church that we're building, it, you know, it has a 40 foot tower. So you know, almost have to have engineered plans put together to to finalize this thing. And and I mean, just the sheer size of that building alone. Um, is going to be a you know a flagship bunker on its own. So Can't we're really wait. excited to maybe launch that in the fall and and blow everybody away. Can't Literally, um, just want to throw us a real quick this picture of the crack team of beta testers here. There's yeah. uh, you know you can see we're really uh, real real scientific there. Subway bags, paint pod, <laughs> just sitting out there. <laughs> Nobody really knows what it's doing. What anyone else is doing? It was great. Um, yeah. Actually, everyone had a blast. That was that was just a good yeah. time. We did. Yeah, the it was, feedback it was, was great. Yeah, it was yeah. great, and it was it was like you know we played that first game, and and my team got stomped, but we discovered that by shifting the start point by like thirty feet to the left, changed the game completely. Completely changed the dynamic. Uh, yeah, and there is that uh, that element on the bottom left hand side by the tunnel where it's it's challenging to move around because there really isn't much beside the plane and the gas station, so. Uh, we were able to observe that, okay, we need to add a little more here and there, like to be able to fill that zone. But the last thing we want to do is really clutter it because, yeah, you, you know, still want to be able to make those, like those daring yeah. runs too, right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, it's, you know, there's, yeah, you don't want to make it cool too. stories. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, that's awesome. Uh, I can't wait. This field is amazing. Uh, I'll be posting up more pictures on the, on the, uh, on the podcast page of what I took inside the field. Um, and you've got a full size, is it full size or it's almost full size speedball field? We have a full regulation size, okay, so uh, regulation size, NXL speedball field. And, um, what we did was we, um, we went above and beyond in terms of the, um, um, 
the design of it. So we put in full telephone poles. Most people um, wouldn't go as far as putting in full telephone poles, but we spaced them out every 25 feet as per um, the, the industry standard. And then um, we poured concrete pads for the pits for the players. So uh, again, uh, you know, a first in Atlantic Canada. Um, and the, the pits, well, you know, when these guys are playing, they're usually going through, you know, eight or 10 cases of paint, you know, in a match or in a day. Um, and a lot of the times when they're potting, the paint ends up everywhere. And by the end of the day, they're stomping the paint. It's all over. The grass turns to mud. You pour, you, you know, if you were to pour crushed rock, it's the same sort of deal. Like it's just a mess everywhere. And you're tracking that in and out of the field. And so we decided to pour pads, build these beautiful pits that are 10 by 20 for the players, put benches inside of them, put gun racks inside of them, uh, metal roofing um, just went all out. And then in between matches, what you can do with a pressure washer is just go in and clean it out like so it's brand new every time. And uh, the the response that we've gotten from the speedball community so far uh, was, you know, more than we ever expected. I mean, people are, you know, they're, they're actually coming out in droves now. We're starting to see like more of a, a development in the speedball community. And uh, and we're pretty excited about that. And I think next year we'll be able to have more of a focused league where, you know, we're able to do it, you know, essentially in-house and on our own and create uh, more leagues for the younger players and um, encouraging, you know, um, after-school programs and, uh, you know, developmental programs and, um, you know, men's league, you know, women's league, beer league for, you know, for better terms. Beer league. After you play, of course. Whatever. Not why. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so really developing the, the speedball element um, of the sport, which is completely separate from, you know, the, the tactical town and the, the woods ball uh, element of the business. But it, is. it still is, you know, encompassing of paintball. Like it's, it's part of it, um, but very much separate. So the, yeah, the no, two it's, it's awesome that I love that your field has the two, the contrasting fields because the contrasting playing styles, because a lot of fields focus 100 percent on one style. And it's, mm-hmm. it's sort of like painting yourself in a corner. That's right. right. So, yeah. and you know, so if, if you've got a, if you've got a tactical town and all that set up, that's great. That's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. But you now basically uh, ignore the speedball guys or the speedball leagues, which, mm-hmm. you know, that's a huge chunk. That's, that is a, that's a huge chunk Absolutely. of the sport right there. So, yeah. right. And, and You've done it both. That's fantastic. It's just it's it's exactly what needs to be done. Uh, everyone was having a blast, and the best part is, all of the speedball guys who were playing, looking over the town, all they they all were saying, "It's just like oh, I can't wait to play over there." Hundred percent, yeah, and that's you know? what we're hearing a lot of, you know. So it's you know it's it's bringing paintball almost back to its roots in a new way, you know. So we're we're encouraging people to play woodsball, and and some of um, some of these speedball kids don't realize how how challenging it is when you start to add like a an el- like a tactical element, uh, a, a gameplay where you've got scenarios and roles and and yeah. uh, people have jobs to do on the field. So it it changes it up and it, it makes it a little more exciting when you're used to you know just playing behind inflatable bunkers and that is paintball to you to going to square buildings. You know, like there's a different yeah. way to well, to lean up. You're right. You've got. You got yeah. speedball kids who are so used to the the air bunkers that they can sort of squish down with the barrel a little bit, oh, right? Yeah, right. They can Give yourself just that extra few bit. inches, yeah. and then, but then you've got somebody, you know, when when you're starting getting into these towns, you got shadows, you got weird angles, windows, uh, yeah. the, the ability to to if you're good enough, you can swing around the back and, and take people out from behind, and they don't realize that, and it's just, it's awesome that both 
size can move back and forth. And, you know, maybe the MAGFED guys, maybe the players that came into the sport in MAGFED or in the tactical side, and that's all they've done, will see speedball and they'll just be like, that's something I want to try. And yeah. now, you know, you get the you get the movement back and forth because mm-hmm. all paintball is good paintball. There's no such thing as well, bad paintball. Well, ultimately, you know, the, the hashtag that we really created is uh, hashtag building paintball because essentially that's what we hope to do. We, we hope to develop it uh, for everyone, you know, all ages, keep it affordable. Uh, you know, obviously we're not in a big metropolitan area, you know, that, that can charge, you know, uh, hundreds of dollars for paintballs. Like we, we have to keep it realistic. So, you know, it's the maritime people are frugal, but you know, um, make it affordable for everyone. Um, and we hope to develop a membership program that's going to really, um, encourage people to play more often. Um, our regular walk-ons should be enough to, to generate some hype and some excitement and, and, uh, and of course, you know, the bookings, if, you know, if, a hundred comes back, you know, you can start to develop a, like a, like a, a, you know, bigger group of players. And, and I think when you have a place to play, people start to support it a little bit more and they start to realize, well, you know, like we want to grow the sport together. So let's, you know, there's a big game happening here. Let's all go together and that type of thing. And, and I hope to work with other fields so, you know, we can develop paintball together because as Atlantic Canada, we're, we're very small and, you know, um, in the market of paintball. Um, and it's make any sense. You're, you're right, you know, and it doesn't make any sense for an event to be happening elsewhere and then one doing one happening the same day and then trying to compete between fields. We should be working together uh, to grow it uh, as one. So so I hope, you know, in the, you know, in the, the new year and moving forward that, you know, we can start to create schedule and then, you know, fields can start to work together to, to hype up events for other fields because, you know what, that it grows it for everyone. So, um you know, hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. Josh, are you already in the Atlantic paintball group event? You know uh, what? Um, I, I just saw that for the first time. It was introduced to me for the first time yesterday, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, I, had, you know, I, I had never heard of it before. There was um, uh, Kevin Curry from the Island runs uh, Atlantic Canadian paintball page uh, where it's more of the players. And I think it's featured uh, a little more on or focus a little more on speedball players. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really trying to, you know, find out where these little pockets are and, and then, yeah. you know, we try to, um, but yeah, thanks for mentioning that. I, I really literally just saw it today. So yeah. I, yeah, I usually gather all the dates and try to update it as we go to just keep everyone informed. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Well, it's a nice vessel to be able to promote the sport. So yeah, it's yep, nice absolutely. to keep everyone on the same page. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm just, I'm excited at the concept that, and again, not to shit on other fields in the Maritimes, but <laughs> I'm just excited for something like this. This is very strange for the Maritimes, but I want to see people travel from uh, Ontario and Quebec. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're always, the Maritimers are always the ones that have to pick up our shit and move west to go paintball mm-hmm. at Mirabelle, Commando, PRZ, Bigfoot, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they never come east <laughs> unless it's for like vacation and then they're camping in PEI. You know, I want to see paintballers get excited to come east to east to to the Maritimes where they, you know, can realize that gas costs more than a dollar and beer. Well, you know, what they do, what they do in Quebec, I mean, it it just boggles my mind. Like the the amount of well, when you look at uh, GI now, it's they must be the biggest company in paintball. They have to be. They They have to Tipman and they own the rights to Draxis and they still produce some Zap products in Mexico. Like, um, <laughs> and they're in Montreal. 
Uh, yeah, it's funny. I still hear that name, but it, you know, different markets they produce for different uh, different brands in different markets. But yeah, yeah. you know, um, it's 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 amazing. And Montreal is just a stone throw away. And what they do for the Tipman Challenge, they really encourage uh, like this massive game and the support that they that they get. I mean, uh, uh, Mark Cresson from uh, HK, you know, famous with the Hostile Kids movement, uh, you know, of speedball guys, was uh, was invited last year and he showed up and he was you know one of the leaders of one of the teams. And I think they had a a very big turnout again this year. Or so I'd love to partner up with um, you know with uh, with them perhaps and do like a mini Tipman Challenge because. The, you know the resources and pull and and um, and hype that they can do. I'm sure they can encourage players in their region to come here uh, once we've grown to the to the size to be able to accommodate um, you know 100 or 200 or 500 players. So um, and we definitely have the space. So it's it's just a matter of of putting the extra fields together and then and then being able to tie out the boundaries so we can play this incredible map um, that uh, that we hope to do in the future. So. <laughs> you want to say you want to say hi to the paintball community? No, why is the fly here? Well, it's just a, it's kind of a nice background. It's better than uh, Mummy's pink, right here. <laughs> All right. All right. See you, dude. Yeah. Well, paintballer in the making there. Absolutely. Yeah. That and a singer. <laughs> that mic and that that uh, uh, that PA system Mike, we had going. They love that. Yeah. Oh man, kids the are having a blast. That we have here, you know. So it's. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but the, the, the whole idea of events are, you know, for me, um, is about creating something more than just, you know, paintball and airsoft, you know, like to, to have people outside of the sport coming to cheer on their kids, you know, like creating a safe zone where, where you can have spectators for woods ball, you know, um, adding a couple of cams, you know, so people can have like a live view cam during play. Uh, you know, I, they can log uh, in from elsewhere and check it out and say, oh, my goodness, look at this tower. Look what's going on in there. And you can see action happening, kind of like a Big Brother style. Um, you know, we, we've got um, power directly on the field. So it's very easy for us during scenarios to add the PA system um, and a variety of, you know, eight channels of speakers out on the field and creating, like, you know, mortar attack and mortar shells and like, a, you know, a 15 minute mark, you've got the sound of a tank going by and like an airstrike and, and adding that like uh, that really fun element of sound to the game. So not just, you know, focusing on the, the you know, the, the sound of paintball, but adding some really neat dynamic sound effects to the to the game to really give you more of that fear that the more of the excitement, more of the intensity of uh, of, uh, of like a real call of duty type of um type of game so yeah we've got massive plans for for that part of the business too so that's jesus that's exciting that is insane <laughs> yeah um, the idea of that you have well the fact that your field has power is there's not many that do uh, which is awesome the, the sound effects i've never heard of anyone actually doing like the sound effects of a tank or an airstrike you always hear you know, there's always music, or they'll do like fireworks or something to do uh, to do uh, the, like an atmosphere to create an atmosphere. But to do sound effects would be really cool. Um, and are you are you looking at installing lights into that town? So, um, as a secondary phase, we had discussed it. Uh, for me, it's just about finding the right type of lights. Um, we can certainly do it for for uh, evening, you know, nighttime scenario where we can set up uh, we can set up like temp lights, uh, but to completely wire the town, it's 
definitely in our plans, um, it, but it probably won't be until next year. Yeah. Uh, but it, very easily done. And I think um, the idea of I've got three commercial smoke machines um, and, uh, and, you know, installing some of these units inside of barrels with a protective covering over them and mesh netting even and, and then piping out the, uh, the smoke in certain areas on the field while you have, you know, lights and, um, and it's going to create kind of a really creepy effect, a really, you know, fun um, evening type of game style. And, uh, and we're all about that. And I think um, that will be kind of a future phase as we've developed the business and grown it a little more. You know, we have to build our, our client base and start the membership drive and start to really get the support of Atlantic Canada. And then we could start to do these incredible elements that is just going to up the game for right. everyone. Once so. you get the, right, it's, that's the almighty dollar, right? You got to get that dollar rolling, get that, that awareness rolling, and then it'll just snowball. It's it's funny because um, you know uh, you're in Fredericton, your community is probably all over Atlantic Canada, uh, and in Moncton itself, no one knows about the park yet. We've kept it so hush hush. We've uh, we've launched very little. Um, it's all been kind of word of mouth. Um, we have our Facebook page, the Maghill Paintball, uh, but no website. Uh, you know, uh, very little on the address. We've really kept it very secret. Um, so it's. The people that have heard about it um, are really excited about it, and the people that haven't, the first time they say, "What? Where is this? Look at the what? Where? Yeah. Did, you know, where did this come <laughs> from?" And uh, and you know, like this has been kind of a ten-year plan for me. So uh, this project has been planned for for about three years, and the the town we've been constructing it for about four and a half months. So um, we've kept it really secret, and. Uh, the moment I think our signage goes up and the billboards and, you know, um, the vehicles around town and people start to see the photographs and um, and the leagues that we're running like uh, this weekend, in fact, is the uh, Eastern uh, Paintball Players League um, uh, Championship. It's the Labor Day weekend championship. It's their event for and we've hosted the third one, uh, the third leg of the event. So we kind of put a rush on speedball because um the other venue wasn't able to host it so um we you know we did that for their third event and now the fourth and then the season finale at the end of september so there is a big movement in growing that part of it but uh, but my focus um entirely um is going to be on the the tactical part of the business and bringing up um you know kind of scenario gameplay i can't wait i can't wait i can't wait i can't wait um <laughs> Right. It's, this field is it's it's so hard to talk about this field and express like, like how fun it was to play it uh but it was awesome you know one <laughs> moment you're behind a crashed airplane the next moment you're in a gas station then you're inside a hotel then you're inside a tunnel then you're inside a train like it's <laughs> that is the field that is it's yeah. that is so I, I must i must tell you though the uh the the plane is kind of a filler for now uh we acquired the plane um uh, but that's going to be a big part of our crash field. So uh, one of the fields, the future fields that we're going to develop is actually going to have the plane um, inserted. Uh, basically, we're going to have a, a post put into the ground about 10 feet, and it's going to exit the ground about 10 or 15 feet. And the plane's going to be lifted up and then, you know, connected. The front prop is going to go through. The, the front prop is not there anymore, but the metal post will go through the, the front engine bay of the plane. and It'll be, you know, at about a 45 degree angle. And then we'll have two large wing masses on both sides of it. And the idea is to create a, a crash site. 
you know, so we'll be in there with an excavator and dig up some mounds and we're going to have um, some culverts. We'll have some uh, some bunkers, uh, you know, some sandbags. We'll have some tires and we'll have some barrels and then pallets and everything will surround the plane. And you can do uh, DEA versus cartel games uh, where one team comes out and they're the DEA and the other team's the cartel. And you can do all sorts of military themed um, scenarios or even games where you know you're you're out to look for uh, survivors of this plane crash and realize that they're insurgents and you know uh, the game changes but what'll be interesting about that field is it'll be um, the perimeter will be rectangular but the the field start will be in the center so you can have various start stations for teams but it's essentially like a giant attack and defend with the plane in the center so uh, that'll be a lot of fun and um, and building the mounds around it and, and kind of a bit of a trench warfare is, is the idea for that field. So, so yeah, the plane's cool where it is right now. It's fun to play, but um, but eventually the the idea as you exit the um, the large church that uh, that we've constructed or we're in the process of constructing um, will be a cemetery, and we're going to pour uh, concrete slabs. We're going to make the forms for for concrete slabs, put rebar and and uh, uh, and mesh inside of them, and actually pour our own tombstones more or less and build uh, a series of tombstones in front of where our church is and then we've got that large gate that you that you saw that uh wrought iron gate uh it's just beautiful uh stands about eight ten feet tall and it's decorative in um in, in iron and uh you know it's it's really nice feature so that will be the entrance to the um cemetery which leads into the front of the uh, uh of the church building so the awesome. 40 foot now tower. <clears throat> our, our buddy uh, William uh, Murray has commented. He said, "Sounds like you guys need a Milsim night." <laughs> Sounds great. Right. Yeah. Send us a message. We'll definitely do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I love it. And yeah. oh, I can't say enough about this field. Oh. <laughs> and we're we're so open for ideas too. So. Uh, um, I think the the idea of building paintball together uh, is going to be embracing ideas that others have. Um, so, you know, I'd love to hear ideas from others. Um, there's a few local. Uh, Scott Cameron, for example, has suggested some ideas of uh, of different games that we can have and different, you know, big games. And he's he'd made he'd made some great suggestions to us. But I'd love to hear other people's opinions. So they can always send us a private message. And if they've got a great idea of something that, you know, they think would be a nice idea for a big operation or a big game. We're all ears and, uh, and we're ready to kind of do those things together. Love it. Fantastic. So you have people, if you have an idea, send them a message. Even if you never play it, do it. Cause <laughs> I want this field to be awesome. And, uh, our buddy Phil yeah. is mentioned. He says plenty of local Milson make fed players. Uh, he's <laughs> How far away is Moncton to Halifax? You're talking about two hours, I'd say. Yeah, with that, Truro is, uh, you know, a little over an hour, and then, you know, it's about 45 minutes from Truro, so, yeah. it's uh, So, right there, the Nova Scotia crew has no excuses. <laughs> None whatsoever. Yeah. Right, Guardian? I'm a little close to the Yarmouth, but I'll still be over. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Love it. Now, uh... We are pushing just shy of an hour. I thought you had to leave at half. Wow, time flies when you're having fun, huh? Right. I just I don't want to. I don't want the boss getting mad at you. I don't want her to be like, yeah. oh, you're, you're closing down the paintball field." <laughs> so, yeah, I think I've got a few more minutes. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, events. So besides speedball events, anything planned? Anything like uh, in the near future or? So the uh, the idea is to open. I, I think we're a little too late to do uh, a league this year. Um, but if I can get the right people involved, uh, um, aka Bruce, uh, the Tiffinators, or anyone else that uh, was originally involved in the um, the ATWL concept. I think we still have time to be able to do an ATWL style uh, event this year in the town um, with multiple flag stations um, that would be amazing for all woods ball players. So I'd love to see something like that happen this year. And I think we still have time to be able to promote something for the fall um, cool. and get everyone together for an actual woods ball tournament. Because let's face it, when was the last time there was a woods ball tournament, you know, in Atlanta, Canada? And I mean, really, before the ATWL, um, the only other one that I could think of, uh, you know, uh, outside of the speedball world is probably like uh, on the island, you know, and uh, and Buddy, um, you know, out in York, um, outside of Charlottetown. At Spikes, you know, he used to run uh, a tournament every year, uh, kind of an Atlantics tournament, and it was a one-off tournament, but uh, it was set in the woods. And they had, you know, pallets and wood bunkers and mounds, and it was always so much fun to go over there and, and try to compete in five-man, um, you know, on their fields. Um, and it created, I think, the biggest era for paintball was shortly after that, you know, um, in the early part of the 2000s. I mean, everybody was, you know, the, the sport was huge back then. So yeah, um, for sure, really uh, that back. town would be perfect for the MagFed League. Well, you think about it, huh? Like, and I, and I, I don't really know how they operate the the league itself, so we I haven't really the we rules. Can... And it'd be nice to get educated in it. I, for for one, can think of uh, you know a dozen or more people that would love to play. Um, uh, you know, seasoned players that would love to go into a mag uh, MagFed style, um, and and you know. The other thing too is it could be you know a combination of you know encouraging some of these um, you know younger energetic players to come out and um, um, and give it a try you know because it, it is a completely different game like yep. uh, you can't spray and pray you know like you're limited in rounds yeah right the idea of reloading and uh, um, you know it, it's it, it changes the element so um, for sure it's it'd be uh, cool to to get some of the speedballers out and. and and teach them to slow down mm -hmm. and take their time a bit. You know, yeah. it's, it's uh, speedball is great. Like playing, playing NXL style speedball is fantastic. Cause it's just, it's fast. It's fun. The adrenaline's pumping, but adrenaline pumps way harder when you're pretty sure buddy's just, and you don't want to get kind of intense. Yeah. yeah you don't yeah. want to get popped at two feet. Like it's <laughs> right. You're just like, I, I know he's, I know he's there. Um, yeah. So I think it'd be really cool to to bridge the gap and get some players from speedball up over to MagFed, get some MagFed players out to to you know experience what speedball's like, make sure that they understand you know they you know you hear some of the MagFed players you know shitting on guys that use hoppers and it's like have you ever played with a hopper or you just like did you jump into the sport of MagFed and never leave like you know um, so I I think this field I think your field's going to be able to do that I think you've got the the, the the setup to do that. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a blast. Great. I can't wait. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're really stoked. So uh, I'm glad to hear that from you. And, um, you know, I, uh, we hope to share a lot more. So, um, so you know, keep up with us on, on Facebook. And, and uh, we try to share posts every two or three days of, of what's happening and what's new. And, and uh, my schedule is somewhat ready for September of, of what's going on. I've, I've had some requests from the Airsoft community, but um, there really hasn't been anyone in particular from, you know, um, Airsoft New Brunswick or Nova Scotia that's said, okay, we're going to have a sanctioned day at the field um, because we actually haven't promoted an opening yet. Um, but essentially our, our first big open walk-on day in the tactical town will be um, September 10th. Um, and essentially it's just an opening day. And I think the 17th is kind of the following Sunday and that one's being hyped up a little more um, because there might in fact be a game on the 10th uh, elsewhere. So um, unfortunately we have to open our doors. So I'm not trying to compete um, with anyone else, uh, but uh, uh, on the 17th, I think we'll, we'll, we're hoping to have a really great turnout as well as the 10th. So um, and then we'll be open every Sunday. So um, 11 to 5 or 11 to 6, I think, is the, is the idea right now. And, um, and we're encouraging everyone to come out and check it out. And, uh, and then uh, putting together a schedule of when we can do kind of a league, uh, a league night or a league day or, um, you know, a, a MAGFED event uh, or even a limited round event. I mean, um, yeah. you know, you encourage a lot of people to come out, even if, you know, if they do have a speedball gun, but they're limited to, you know, say 500 rounds or, or hopper ball or something like that, where it, you know, um, it, it equals the playing field, you know? So I don't know, there, there's a combination of, of things to be, uh, to be done and, you know, some ideas that can come out together. So, um, I think it's about bringing kind of the, the leaders of, of paintball in Atlanta, Canada and airsoft and, and, um, uh, you know, the MAGFED League all together and putting putting everyone in the same room and, and trying to hash out some ideas for, for the future of the sport, so. Yeah, for sure. Man, mm -hmm. it's it's awesome. You've got the right attitude, you get the right plan, you got the right field. I can't wait. It's, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> um, Jason, uh, Jason Moore Miller wants to know, is there rental gear available yet? Uh, for Woodsball, uh, absolutely. Uh, so we're running the, uh, the latest FT-12s by Tipman. Uh, I've got a full fleet of them. Uh, I've tested it with my son. He's six years old and he's able to, to, to pull the trigger. Whereas with the older 98s, it's a little more challenging to get the trigger pull, especially for young kids. So to introduce them to the sport, you know, early on, you need to have something that's lightweight, yet it's, it's easy enough to shoot. And I'll have to tell you, I mean, I grabbed one of these things and jumped onto the speedball field for fun against people with ramping guns. And, uh, and you know, I was still able to, uh, you know, to make my kills and make the marks and, uh, um, and you know, make moves with, with, this, with this marker. So, yeah, it, uh, they work great. So we've got a, a combination of 98s and uh, FT-12s. And, um, yeah, they're available right now So for, uh, for booking. So... Um, I've been asked on a few occasions if we're going to be doing the same thing with, um, with Airsoft and, and that is the plan. I hope to have a fleet of Airsoft rentals, like, a, uh, an M4 style, um, with a, a package that allows people to have kind of a unlimited rounds, um, which is unlike paintball, you've got a set amount of rounds, uh, with, uh, with Airsoft, you know, you could, you could offer them unlimited rounds to be able to play. So. Uh, I think that there is there is kind of a combination of uh, of, uh, of things that we can do together. And um, my biggest concern is, you know, the the pellets that they're firing to ensure that they're biodegradable. Because, 
you know, you don't want them littered everywhere and, and, and yeah. spoiling the aesthetic, <laughs> uh, you know, of the field. But um, from what I understand, they are. And um, and they seem to be a bunch of great guys. So we're really looking forward to working together and and uh, and growing both sports. So it's the way to do it, man. It's the way to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Got to tear down walls, not put them up. Unless yeah. they're in your paintball field, then yeah, <laughs> put up a few because Jesus getting from that from the Econo Lodge out was hard. Oh, I know. A few it's small a walls there. <laughs> but I'll tell you, some rewarding when you you know you shoot through a window and you're able to shoot into another building and and you know and tag someone you know from across the field and and yeah. uh, and you can kind of see those you know you can see the angles and see the shots and um, and even the Econo Lodge when you were in there, the inside isn't completely uh, decorated and and each of these buildings inside of them they're going to have uh, props that are uh, we we're just in the middle. Um, in fact, that's why I was a little late tonight. Uh, uh, to building the uh, the front counter inside of the garage. So, of course, you know, uh, every garage would have a front counter, and we're looking for a, a metal-style cash register, you know, that's going to be on the field and mounted on, and um, and uh, and it creates different angles, and it gives people that sensation of being in a building that, that feels real. You know, we've acquired a bunch of metal signage and um, uh, a lot of little... Uh, neat little decorations that um, that could be fired at that will remain there, you know, like uh, older metal jerry cans and things like that that really give an aesthetic um, that feels very much like you're in a place where you can just kind of shoot anything, anything and everything, you know. Awesome. Um, and I'll tell you, being in some of those buildings, huh, the, the the sound hitting the metal, wasn't that something? Uh-huh. Uh, it was, like, it was just little little explosions going off inside the building. I'll like, tell you, it's some intense to, to be in these, and and everything is finished in metal. Uh, we did that intentionally, so uh, so that the you know the vibration, the sound, uh, it's elevated in some of these open spaces. Uh, you're in a you know a room that's ten and ten by ten or twelve by twelve, and you know there's an impact outside of the window, outside of the door. You really feel it, like uh, and it gets your heart pounding. I've been playing for a long time, and I still get that you know that that jump uh sensation you know like when you're uh when you're being fired upon so yeah the the metal definitely gives you that experience for sure absolutely mm-hmm. man. absolutely oh man awesome can't wait <laughs> can't wait I'm gonna hype this filled up like mad yeah. people are gonna hate me we, we've got like a tactical thursday night so uh i know it's a little bit of a drive for you guys but five to nine on every second thursday we're going to be open in the town so the first one is september 7th and then uh and then our big game or our opening game on the on the field on the 10th and then we hope to do another walk on uh, on the 17th so um the uh the field is pretty much almost ready to go <laughs> the exception I would say of so. it really is it's areas it's, but uh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. i think it is I, it's it's playable yeah fully absolutely playable. Uh, mm-hmm. you know there's nothing wrong with it yeah, you're gonna fine tweak it and all that, but you're gonna be tweaking it over the next year or so, anyways. So, it's it's yeah. you know anybody who steps foot on this field and goes, well, it's not ready yet. We'll get the fuck out, no. come back later. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. Well, for me, like for me, uh, you know, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so it's not ready until it's complete. But I need to open the doors in order to start, you know, generating some revenue so we can start to do the next level. And yeah. uh, and really, the next level um, is. You know, so everyone's really excited about what we've talked about so far. Uh, the phase two plan for next year uh, will will blow this away. Like, and really, I mean, the town is incredible. Don't get me wrong; it's amazing. Um, but phase two is going to be like, are you serious? And uh, and that kind of excitement, um, I have a hard time containing it and not telling you about it right now. But <laughs> we have in the work something that 
from from what I understand, has never been done in Canada before. So, and it's happening at our field. So we're really really excited. Um, and I'll share it with you in a in a future episode. So, look at this man's inviting himself back already. <laughs> no, uh, man, that's awesome. Can't wait. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. So, uh, Josh, thanks for thanks for coming on. And yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. I uh, I'm guessing you're probably. Oh, yeah, I'm starting to get summoned here, so uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but, all right, uh, man. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. So thanks for coming on, man. It was, it was, you know, I know it was kind of short notice, like it was a couple of days kind of thing. So, um, thanks for coming on. Thanks for for chatting with us about the new field. Very excited. Can't wait. Uh, you're gonna see me there a lot. Um, you know. It's only an hour and a half drive for me to get there, an hour and a bit if I speed. So, <laughs> um, but don't tell the girlfriend. So, you're like, yeah, you're gonna see me there a lot. Absolutely. Well, bring her with you. You know, like you might be able to get her suited up to play. Oh, she's got her own gear. <laughs> well, there you go. So, yeah, just need to get her no. pulled away. Well, that's the thing. I, she got excited because she works Saturdays and Sundays at the bakery. She's a she's a pastry cook, pastry pastry chef, pastry baker. Mm-hmm. She's technically not a chef. She didn't go to school. Uh, so she never gets to paintball. So when I told her, I was like, yeah, this field's going to do like tactical Thursdays. She's like, what? Like, just <laughs> paintball on a Thursday? I was like, yeah, we could totally just like yeah. zip up the mind. Yeah. Like, she got yeah. very excited. So, um, well, we are, we are in fact open uh, six days a week. So the, um, the idea of doing a field, you know, of, of this size um, required us to be able to open a lot more. So we, we can't. We can't just operate on on Saturdays and Sundays. We would be at capacity, you know, in the first month for the year. Uh, so yeah, we've extended um, our opening uh, from Tuesday to Sundays, and mainly we'll probably have um, a, a variety of different leagues, like similar to bowling leagues, uh, and and different events happening uh, on different days. There'll be pump nights and things like that. Uh, but our whole calendar will be launched for um, the upcoming months shortly. So we'll be able to share with what we're doing and then available for private bookings right away. So, I mean, if there's some guys out there that want to play some airsoft privately on the field, or if there's some guys that want to play MagFed privately on the field, we can certainly do that and we'll do everything in our power to accommodate you and, and make it a really special experience. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, signing man. off. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so you'll see me at the field a lot. I'm going to drag everybody else out. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be fantastic. I'll keep you posted. All right. Sounds good. Take care, guys. All right, man. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, okay. So the video is going to get all wonky here for a second. Bear with us. Just, you know, two seconds here as soon as this decides to work with me. Uh, actually, we don't transition this up until it stops working. So what would you think? Oh. <laughs> right? Yeah. Super. Whoa! Hold on. We got to like close up your face. We're gonna we're gonna fix that. Nobody wants that. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. What am I? What am I doing wrong? Well, if Troy's watching. He probably does. But yeah, but Troy's one. Troy's a freak of nature. Love you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's yeah. So that's 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 Jeff from from Meg Hill Paintball. Sweet. Um, what paint Dude, were you guys using this weekend? I was shooting GI two star. 
Okay. Uh, stuff was super fresh. You could tell it was fresh. Awesome. Uh, it shot great. No breaks, no dimples, no nothing. Like, it worked flawlessly in my TGR, one guy's M2 or M5. I want to keep calling it an M2. Uh, and another dude's T15. Like, no chops, no nothing. A uh, couple other guys running speedball markers didn't have any issues. So, it was it was good stuff, honestly. Um, cool. So, where the hell did your video go again? We keep losing you. I didn't even do anything. I don't know. We lose your video all the time. Anyways. Uh, Kevin Money says, I wish it wasn't an 18-hour drive. Dude, it's the Maritimes. We'll put you up. Don't worry about it. Uh, Make it a Phil weekend, Phil Nolan, right? Phil, Phil knows what's up. Shift worker walk-ons. Yeah. Right? Uh, and you're right, William. It is super exciting. Now, we do need to get down to some business. MaxTech MCS updates. Um... I put MCS updates. I should have removed that. I, sh- I meant only like max tech updates. It's a it's a poor edit from last episode. Um, MCS has the pink helix mags. They do have the pink helix mags, except I forgot to grab a photo of it. So go look it up. Callista's obviously got a picture up of it because she's the uh, the, the MCS MCS lady. Um, yeah, I, I I think it's fair to call her the MCS lady. That so seems fair. She's got pictures of the pink uh, pink. Meg. Also, so, uh, Max Tech. So for anyone who filled out that form for that free uh, bolt, the free upgrade, uh, they yeah. have gotten them. So uh, Tier 1 has uh, has gotten some of them for the people that signed up, signed the form. Not just random ones you could buy or get. These are the ones for the people that requested them. So uh, also Tier 1 has in their possession the new Max Tech regulator. Which, if you're not familiar with, with what that is, uh, why is that? The uh, the MaxTech regulator, it, when you put it on your tank, you immediately get a thousand psi output, which uh, is a bit higher than you normally find. Sweet. But it, it's because the TGRs and the MaxTech line of markers are high uh, pressure markers. They they love air. They don't use yeah. a lot of it. They just like having it. If that makes any sense, um, they just they operate at high pressures. So that's happening. Um, so that, that that is in stock. Well, not in stock. You can't buy from Tier 1. But it, it is in access for the dealer. So your local store can get it if you're Canadian. Um, keep in mind, this is Tier 1's Canadian. Lastly, uh, the Enola Gay, what are they called? CM75 smoke grenades. I saw are, that. Are in Canada. Tier 1 uh, has them. They're, they're, there's a handful of spots that have already purchased orders. And these suckers got a three-minute burn time. So. Uh, yes, Sizzle, I have talked to him about his sweet mags. Uh, I do want to have him on the show to talk about how he prints on his mags with UV-cured ink. It's fantastic. Uh, it's just, that would be cool topics. Yeah, it's they're really badass. I've seen them in person. They're really well made. Uh, so that's our Max Tech tier one update um, is that the, that shit's all, in, all happening. See, even Adam's just like, Howling Ferret mags are excellent. Right? Absolutely. They really are. Um, Adam knows what's up. Adam knows what's up. Adam knows what's up. So we're running a little long. i am been consuming far more whiskey than I should have been. 
I have no regrets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Guardian, what do you think? Like the field, right? Like you've seen the video, you've seen the pictures. I'm excited to check it out. I wish I could have made it this weekend. Yeah, it's, it's all good. It's all good. But, uh, yeah, it was such a good time. Such a good time. The field plays really well. Uh, like he said, he's still testing it. Like that was us beta testing the field. Uh, I had an absolute blast. It was a, it was just so much fun. Because what we didn't talk about, actually, is the perimeter of that town, uh, there's a trail in the woods that we were actually playing. So you could actually you could jump into the woods and sort of disappear for a bit and then reappear in the in another part of the town if you were good enough, if you know what you were okay. doing. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, there's a flurry of likes going past my screen. Um, <laughs> now, lastly... We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get down to business and do some business stuff. So, uh, for those of you that are in Canada, we're gonna get, we're gonna do sponsor spotlight. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about our sponsors. So, those of you in Canada, uh, if you're looking for tactical gear, equipment, or paintball, uh, hit up Ripple Industries. Absolutely. His, his website is rippleind.ca. So, rippleind.ca. Uh, check him out. Solid dude. Tom is a phenomenal dude. Uh, and his website is a phenomenal website. It's really well put together. He's got his prices are pretty much on point with everybody else's. I mean, he's he's not yeah. exactly the Walmart of of paintball and like knocking the price down to ridiculous low levels and not caring. He's got pretty much everything you're going to be looking for, right? It's a one stop shop, which is nice. Absolutely, uh, he's got pretty much everything you need. And then also you got Tier One Armament. The people that without them, people like Tom wouldn't have gear. Because yeah. Tier 1 is the Canadian distributor for MaxTac, Karmatech, and MCS. So you can check out their blog, tier1armament.com slash blog. I don't know if they're still doing that. Adam's in the comments. He better tell me if they are or not. Because <laughs> um, if they If you guys have a local shop, you could point them in their direction. See if right. They can start so some- if you go to your local shop and you're like, hey, I want to I buy this marker. I want to buy a MaxTac gear. And you go to your local shop and they're like, sorry, we don't carry MaxTac. Or we don't carry Karmatech. Or we don't carry MCS. Because apparently we don't want to be into bag-fed paintball in any way, shape, or form. Uh, point them to Tier 1 Armament. But, like, dude, go buy from these guys. Go get yeah. my stuff. Um, so, Tier 1 Armament, it's, uh, they've taken care of us. We try to take care of them. We don't really do, you know, there's not a lot we can do for them. They do a lot for us. So, uh, But those are the guys don't that... Don't know that it's a one-way street. Just keep it on the demo. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nobody tell Adam that we're just coasting. Uh, yeah. We're <laughs> and uh, yeah, so those are the guys that keep this uh, keep the lights on. They keep things rolling. And uh, that's it. That's all. We are distributing for Karma. I said you were distributing for Karma Tech. Didn't I say that? I think that he did, but. I hear his voice all the time, so it just it all blends together. I, I said that. I know I did. Max Tech, Karma Tech, MCS. We'll rewatch it and we'll find it. No, we're not. Um, <laughs> I barely even listen to these things as I upload them. Speaking of which, uh, anyone. Thanks, Kevin. Kevin's got my back. Anyone yeah. who, uh, <laughs> who, who has been waiting for last week's um, episode to be posted online to listen to it. My bad. It's going up tonight. Uh, just bear with me. Real life is getting in the way. It's back to school season, and I work for Staples now. 
I used to work for Walmart. I work for Staples now. So back to schools like Christmas. It's batshit insane. Before. Uh, so I'm, uh, I've been a little tired and uh, forgetful. So bear with me. Things are happening. Anyways, also I'm moving, so there might not be an episode next week. Uh, that is a terrible excuse. Hopefully I can get my shit moved in uh, and ready to roll. But uh, we'll Just see. We'll see what happens. Live stream from the moving truck. Yeah. That'll be successful. What was total raised for the Star Wars game? Yes, Guardian, what was the total raised? Uh, it was 300. I was actually just going to post that now. I've been without computer, but we will uh, get that post in the event group. And thanks for everyone that came out. It was a lot of fun. $300. Um, Woo! Yeah, so we're going to sync that into some vouchers for paint and rentals for some kids that come try the sport and nice. continue the cycle from there. Fantastic. I love it, man. Um you know, you, you know what you're gonna have to do now is we're gonna convince the guys at Meg Hill to build like a bar on the field, and we need to have a Star Wars game with a cantina. Yes, right. And we'll that just play be... and on loop. It'll just be like it's just on loop the entire time. Like, it'll be great. It'll be awesome. Anyone who dresses up like Hans has to sit there at a table with an alien and. Let's try and shoot first. That's how it's going to happen. All right. That's it. We're calling it a night. I'm tired, and I'm getting buzzed. Um, so everyone who stuck out this long and watched us uh, talk into the Internet, thank you so much. We appreciate, uh, we appreciate the views. We appreciate the emotions and the emoticons and the little likes and little happy faces and all that you guys send by. Um, and for everyone who's been listening on SoundCloud or Google Play Music or iTunes or whatnot, uh, Spotify, wherever you're finding us, again, thank you. And let us know if we're not on a service that you want us to use. So I can get that podcast wherever you want it. I just need to know where to put it. So let us know if there's anywhere you want it. And if you have any ideas, any comments, questions, concerns, ideas, anything to improve this podcast, let us know. Uh, you can send us a comment. You can send us a message. doesn't matter. Just hit us up. We're always happy to hear from you. So until next week, everyone, cheers.